Christian men attend in church, and I believe that truly love the Lord. But there was a day I went to church, and the preacher spoke to me. He said, Jesus.
Your word, I'll build your church, and I'll do it again. 
generation of Christians is responsible for this generation of souls. Lost people matter to God. So they must matter to you. The command has been to go. No substitute for action. If Jesus Christ died for me, then no substitute can be too great for me to make for my dear Savior. Jesus, Savior of the world, tell the world about. Jesus, Savior of the world, all you got to do is tell the world, tell the world, tell the world that Jesus saves, yeah, yeah, tell the world that Jesus saves. 
Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this moment. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down for a moment. Matthew 26. Now, this is how Jesus saved us, how it happened. Amen. How it happened. 
that Jesus ended up saving us. All right? Are you there? Now, it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these sayings that he said to his disciples, you know that after two days is the feast of the Passover and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Now, this is one of the... um, Amazing things. If you ever go to meet someone who is being sentenced to death, you'll see how terrified they are. When you, once I was in London and I passed through an area where there were a lot of Jews and yeah, Golders Green, and you see the adverts for Passover. They don't celebrate Easter. They celebrate Passover. So you see Passover discount. Like they are giving a sale. Passover sale. So this weekend. uh, We have so many things on sale. At the Passover season. So Passover is something that comes to Jews every year. It's not new. So in Jesus time. Passover was coming in two days time and he told them you know that there's going to be the Passover feast coming up. I just want you to know. And during that time the son of man will be betrayed to be crucified. I mean that's a serious thing to say. You are not being betrayed to be arrested but to be crucified. He, he predicted the method by which he would be killed. You see, we all assume that Jesus would be crucified. But Jesus predicted the way he would be killed. Specifically, he said, I'm going to be crucified. No, that's serious. Are you with me? Yes. So, Jesus knew that he would be crucified. Then assembled the chief priests and the scribes and the elders unto the palace. So before he was crucified, he knew. And when you see people who are going to die, you know, how many have ever met somebody who knew that he was going to die? I met somebody like that on the ward. And the way he spoke to me, it it frightened me. I've never seen a man more frightened than this man. He was urinating blood. And I think he had some kind of kidney failure. And he was begging me. I was a student. And he was begging me to let him go back to Germany. That his brother was in Germany and that he had been in Germany before. And that he wanted me to help him. I didn't know how to help him. I was a student. I just came to the ward, you know, for that time. And he was, he was holding me and he was, help me, you know. I, I, you could see, you, he, was, he was panicking. 
it was it was it was a frightening thing to see you know and um there are many debates as to what is the best way to die is it better to die suddenly and unexpectedly or is it better to die slowly when you know you are going to die which one do you think is better huh you think suddenly is better how many will vote for suddenly how many will vote for gradually let's let's vote properly and see suddenly i want to see hands for suddenly and unexpectedly and then how many would prefer to die gradually so which one has won suddenly has won wow so jesus had jesus had the other way which is he knew so it was gradual the days were coming he knew that it was in two days time now when people are going to be executed in america sometimes they ask them for their favorite meal and they 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 they, they choose so lunch they choose steak potatoes this that and they cook it for them and then they bring it to the prison huh or they can buy from your favorite restaurant and bring it to the prison. Then also, who do you want? Huh? Your last visitor. They, they bring you whoever you want to see. So the people come to sit with you, to talk to you, and so on. And then I think there's a last person whom you can talk to alone before you die and sometimes they ask you whether you want to change your mind about what you said that you are not guilty that you are guilty the last words then they give their last words it's not a small thing to 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 to, to die they have rehearsals huh they show you what will happen how it will be they'll give this to you they'll do this they'll do that you know it's not a small thing. So for Jesus to say in two days, this one is going to happen. Put the scripture there. He says, you know that after two days is the feast. He was not yet arrested. And the son of man is betrayed to be crucified. Now this is serious. Very, very, very serious. Yes. Now, then assembled the chief priests and scribes and elders to the palace. But Jesus has already predicted that they will assemble. So as they were meeting, he knew they were meeting. And consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there is an uproar among the people. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, There came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. Now, his disciples, when they saw it, they had indignation saying, to what purpose is this feast? Waste. 
All right? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said, Why trouble ye the woman? For she has wrought a good work upon me. For you have the poor always with you. But me, you don't have me always. For in that she had poured ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Uh, Do you know anybody who discusses his burial? You know, my funeral, you know, this and that. Huh? That's why the Bible says he, 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 he's the lamb. He died like a lamb. Coolly. So it's for my burial. My funeral will be on Friday. So this is doing all these things. It's just for my funeral. <laughs> he was coolly discussing it with them. If I'm going to die, I'll be crucified on a cross. They will nail me. They will torture me. I'm going to be tortured in two days. You know, the way he died shows you who he was. He didn't die an ordinary death. He didn't die like a rat being whacked with a hockey stick. (laughs) He died a special supernatural death. Verily I say unto you, wherever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman has done be told for a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve, called Judas, went to the chief priests and said unto them, What will you give me? He was just talking about dying. And I know that it's going to come to pass. So I have inside information. He spoke about his burial. He said in two days, Judas knew that what Jesus, all Jesus was saying was true. So he wanted to cash in on the opportunity that since Jesus was going to die anyway he might as well make some profit on the occasion and have some extra cash so that after Jesus is gone and he's lost his job his new life that he's going to live after Jesus is gone he have some money to do that you see trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't try to and money for yourself. Amen. Amen. Now, what will you give me? I'll deliver. I know, I know everything about him. You don't know everything. You think you know, but you know nothing. Because you don't know that Jesus knows everything. That's what you don't know. And they covenanted with him for 30 pieces of silver. And from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. Now, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, where where do you want us to eat the Passover? Then he said, go into the city to such a man and say unto him, the master saith, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed and they made ready the Passover. And when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve. Now, the Passover dinner 
itself shows you that Jesus has control of money. I dare any of you to go to Accra and take 12 people to a, to a restaurant. But even, we have the Volante market over here and all these places. Take 12 people. Yes. So, Jesus was in control of money, finances, everything that you need. And that's all that we need in this life is to have Jesus and you have everything. Now, he said, one of you shall betray me. Wow. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. And everyone began to say unto him, Lord, is it I? Thomas looked at Jesus and said, Jesus, am I the one? Everyone. Including Judas. Judas turned to Jesus and said, Lord, is it I? Meanwhile, he knew that he had discussed with these people for 30,000 Let's see whether Jesus answered him. Verse 23. And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. And the Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, but woe unto the man by whom he has been betrayed. It had been good for the man if he had not been born. Now, I always say to ladies who are pregnant and they lose the baby that this scripture, there are some people that it's better that they are not born. Judas would have been better if he hadn't been born. Hitler and all these guys. So when your baby goes out off, eh, just say, Lord, it's either Judas or one of these guys going off the system. And encourage yourself with that. But your baby will not die. Yeah. Then Judas, who betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said, Thou hast said. said you have answered yourself please I want you to listen to this it's not uncommon for God to speak to you very clearly and you sit there wondering asking whether you understand the message the question you are asking is a stupid question is God sending you. Has God, am I the one? Does this prophecy apply to me? It's you. Everybody asks, is it me? Is it me? And Jesus said, you have said. So stop asking stupid questions and calling for meetings about whether God is the one sending you or what does it mean? What you were saying the other day, I want to discuss it with you. What God has told you, he has told you. 
As you are sitting here, if God is sending you, God is choosing you, God is appointing you, don't stop, ask, stop asking questions. Stupid questions. He said one of you is going to be trapped, and you know, based on the covenant you've made for 30,000, who else is going to betray? And the thing is, you are being shown that God knows about what you are doing and you are still doing it. You know, many of the older pastors and people that I have dealt with, they behave just like this. Through the years, there have been prophecies clearly. But it's like, it's like, oh, are you really do what you really say? One of the things I talk about, debts, they don't, they, they don't, so, you don't, you know, maybe you are talking of something African, this, something, this. Don't be like that, oh. When prophecies are coming, messages are, don't, don't be like, you don't really understand. When I talk about stubbornness, don't, don't, don't act like you don't really understand what I'm talking about. Most of the people look at me, they don't really understand my message, what I'm saying. Over the years, yes, as to me, I've just kept on moving on. Yes, because the disbelief is also prophesied that the sower went out to sow. Some do not listen. They don't believe. Only one out of a certain number will believe and receive and follow properly. So they are fulfilling that prophecy. So Jesus was saying that, as for what is going to happen, it will happen because it has been filled. But woe to the man who is part of the negative prophecy. Yes. When God speaks to you, don't ask silly questions that the answers are obvious. Yes. Well, I want to ask somebody something. What, what do you mean? I ask, is it in relation to what? It's in relation to the moon. It's in relation to the moon. Or mouth like a frog. And I didn't mention your name. Ask your name, are you a frog? What, what are you upset about? Is your middle name frog? Do you know why the first love church is growing? It's because many of the younger people just believe things that I say, that I have said. I didn't... If you listen to my preaching, it's 31 years now since I became a pastor. 31. Yes. I've been preaching to the same... If you... If you unlike many other churches, there's no recordings. I mean, there's recordings of all the preaching. There's recording from... 31 years ago. So now, yes. You can check and see. You notice it's the same, same preaching. They don't believe it. Well, I say, God will take care of you. They start speak like a cock. Are you a techie? Then why are you speaking Turkey language? Just because I've given you a prophecy or an instruction. Start believing things. Are you saying I should go to that island? I'm saying go to the toilet. That's what I'm saying. Go to the toilet. Go to the toilet and sleep there. Do you, do you mean do you mean I should go to this uh, uh, country and I should do 
I mean, you should go to the toilet and bath. In the start bathing, they use the to- toilet water and bath. That's what it means. When I sent you to Mozambique, what was the message? Do you remember the message? Yes. You said you are. You sent a, a test message. Say you are. You are going to Mozambique. And I replied, "That's it." You are going to Mozambique. So when I could see him, if he was to ask me, "Is it? Uh, am, are you going to Mozambique?" And I'm going with you, like to 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 visit. Is it a crusade? Are you sending me for a convention? What will I be doing? What does it mean? Huh? To. What was the Mozambique? La- last time you said you are going to Mo- huh? I mentioned Venezuela and then it never came on. Then Barbados also came. Even Guyana too. But this time when he said you are going to Mozambique, I just said that's it. And after two months or so, I was, I was in Mozambique. Is it relation to Venezuela? Is it relation to... I was not asking, you know, last time you said Venezuela, are you serious this time? I mean, it was nothing like that. Somebody told me one time, said, last time you, said you were not led, but this time you are led. Yes. I've sometimes that. Last time you were not led by the Spirit, this time you are led by the Spirit. I said, sure. That's why people don't do well. That's why people don't do well. Yeah. What is it in relation to? I mean, when you see Judas and what became of him, you ask people questions and they, they look at you, they don't really understand what you are saying. You said I should be humble. Is it in relation, what, is, it, is it in relation to cooking? Is it in relation to relationship? What, 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 what exactly do you mean? It's in relation to your nose. was told the kindness of Jesus. This is what is going to happen to you. Woe to the man who betrays me. I am going to be betrayed. I am going to be crucified clearly. Matthew is telling us that everything that was happening, he said it clearly and they followed it clearly to their distraction. It's amazing. Huh? Yes. It would have been better that he wasn't born. That you come and you don't listen to the word. Yes. You must, even, I will say something that even in relation to marriage, you must go more into marriages that are not based on falling in love. Yes. But based on, it is this good counsel it's good for you to marry this person. Good for this person to marry. You are in a relationship. It's working. You marry, and you and you stay. You will last longer. Yes. Yeah. Look at so many sisters walking around, wishing that somebody who's have, have fallen in love with you. Have fallen. Boys are walking around. Their mind are not about falling in love with anybody. It would have rather look if. If it was, it would have rather been our responsibility. Once you are a church member and you are a good sheep and so on, it's like our responsibility to get a brother to be with you and you to be with a brother. That's all. If we were humble sheep, that would have been all, all to have been our shepherdorial work. 
It's like we have to find spouses for everybody. This and this person, this and this will have been our work. Yes. But instead, we have this flimsy method of falling in love. Something as flimsical and as whimsical and as airy and unbiblical as falling in love. Yes. If there was anything more airy and unsubstantial, it's what you call falling in love. Yes. You know, one time I saw a sister and I just said to myself, is this person a fool? Like, am I seeing when the Bible speaks of a fool? This is an example of a fool. How many of you grown-ups have ever met girls who should marry somebody and you just look at the person and say, this person is a fool? Raise your right hand like this. You see, all the grown-ups have met fools. But the fools don't know that they are fools. Fools wear suits. Fools wear suits. Ties. Fools wear, fools wear clothes. Fools do their hair. They bath. They speak in tongues. Fools speak in tongues. They come to church every time, but they are fools. And they give offerings. Huh? Fools. Yes. True. They are pretty too. Pretty fools. The head is full of water. With a few dots of porridge mixing in the water. That's all. But in your, in your time, you are going to be a different kind of... Yeah, because your first love marriages, I tell you, yeah, of a higher quality. Amen. One day, one of our well-trained first love couples went on a honeymoon. And they went to an island. You'll be there. And they went to a hotel, like, like a kind of a boutique hotel on the island. It was a small hotel. It was a manager and the workers and then they went for the honeymoon they went upstairs I tell you the hotel was vibrating (laughs) the hotel was vibrating you see listen when I talk of first love sit down sit down Now, when they came out, they they would come out, go downstairs and go out and come back every day. When they came down, the manager, everybody were quiet. They have seen first love. They were shaking. Hey! That will be your testimony. You are not going to be like this Judas.
Jesus who is told exactly the bad thing that is going to happen and you are carrying on exactly to do what is being told you that this is what is going to happen. Amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Jesus is telling you this is going to happen. And you do exactly what he says you shouldn't do. But he didn't, he didn't tell me directly. If he had told me that I shouldn't betray him, I would have not betrayed him. You are a fool, I tell you. Ask your neighbor, are you the one who said that? Hold the person by the, 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 the neck. Are you the one who said that Jesus didn't say it clearly? What again do you want Jesus to say? What else do you want him to say? You know, the Bible says a priest must not have a flat nose. A priest must not have what? A flat nose. What is a flat nose? A nose, look at it. Whatsoever he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. That means he cannot be a priest. A blind man or a lame or he that hath a flat nose. You see, the flat nose means that you don't smell. You are not sensitive. You must be sensitive to the word, the prophecies, the guidance, the wisdom. They are telling you when you ask, am I the one going to betray? He said, thou hast said, well, I didn't understand it as thou hast said. I thought he was saying that you are speaking loudly. and say God didn't speak to you. This is the third day we have been here. Don't sit here and tell me God didn't speak. I was not today. I thought God was speaking to uh, some people, but I didn't think that maybe God was also speaking to me because I was also, I was also just praying in the room and I didn't know that it was God speaking. But I thought it was He who was speaking. Your flat nose. Check your neighbor's nose whether the sensitivity to the spirit is working. Sit down. Now, listen, are you there? Then, as they were eating, hmm, as they were eating, Jesus took part of the food they were eating. Part of the food they were eating. You see, you people haven't been to Lebanon before. If you go to Lebanon, Israel, you see the bread, is that their food is, that's their food, that's the food, is bread, it's that flat bread, that's the food. You know, one time I was in Lebanon and they told me that tonight is a feast. I said, wow, they said, other pastors told me, you, you, you wait, Friday is the feast. Don't even eat lunch because the evening we are going for a feast. So when we went, shh. When we got to the restaurant, they brought maybe small, 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 small things with this flat bread. 
So as I sat there, I was looking. I thought to myself, these are the starters. This is the beginning of the feast. This is just the beginning. Not knowing that was the feast. <laughs> that, that, is the, that is the food. That bread with the little small, small. You take a small of this, small of this, small of this, small, small, small. It was about 45 minutes to one hour as we were there. And something occurred to me that this is it. So if you want something, better take this once and just it. So Jesus was having a feast. Passover. And he took the bread and break part of it. Just part of the food. So you can have communion like that. You'll be in the middle of the meal. And then you just... The anointing comes. You know, you must be able to switch to the spirit even whilst you are eating. All the time. You must be able to switch. It's something that's happening to me more. I just suddenly switch into a spiritual. It's like I'm, I'm like a spirit. Yes. I'll be doing something very natural and suddenly changes. Yes. Because you see, we are seated in heavenly places. We are also seated here. So, you need to choose which seat you, you are on. And as you are here, then you, you switch to the heavenly. Then you come to the earth. Then you move into the heaven and you come to the earth. So, Jesus switched. And suddenly it became a great moment. A great spiritual moment. And he broke it and gave to the disciples and said, Take. I've changed this from just food. This is my body. Verse 27, and he took the cup and gave thanks. He said, drink, all of you drink, drink, drink. You eat, drink, drink. Even Judas drank. You are a fool, Judas. Yay. You know, this is what it means when he says that you, you, you eat in the presence of my enemies. He was having his last close discussion and the enemy was there. Verse 28. For this is my blood. The blood of the New Testament. Which is shed for the remission of sins. The whole thing is about sins. A sinner is in charge of the roads. A sinner is in charge of West African Exams Council. A sinner is in charge of your school. A sinner is your teacher. A sinner is a student by you. A sinner is everybody is in charge. A sinner is a policeman. My blood. This is Jesus, the Son of God. Yeah, you know, now that I know Jesus more, I can see why. 30 is even late for him to be on earth. Yes. If you, if you know the heaven, where he came from, you are not going to be 40 for what you need to be 40 years old. Where he's going, where he's come from. This wretched earth full of wicked people. Demons. Nobody wants to stay here for long. No. 29. I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine. Till that day. Jesus like wine. Our religious, what do you call it? Has wiped out wine. We would have all been happily drinking our wine. 
I tell you. Yes. <laughs> we, all, we all know how to drink. I mean, I don't know how to drink it, so I can't even start now. But all have been flowing. I visit Bishop Richard, he'll give me this wine, he'll tell me this wine is 80 years old. And he'll pour some for me, then we'll be drinking. We'd have been flowing happily. Yes, there are many things we'd have been flowing if it wasn't for our religious yes, ways. When we get to heaven, we have to get into this wine thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will not drink of this fruit of the world until that day I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. Wow. I don't know what that means, whether it was when he rose from the dead and came to eat with them or whether it's in heaven. But I suspect there's wine in heaven too. Wine, pleasures forevermore, wine, a lot of things. It's going to be, I mean, a place for groovy, happy people. Verse 30. And when they had sung a hymn, you see, it's because of this hymn that I still sing some few hymns. They went to the Mount of Olives. They sang a hymn. What hymn do you think they sang? Amazing grace. What other hymn do you think they could have sung? Amazing How can it be that my God should
My gracious redeemer. Sing it again. My gracious sang a hymn. They went out to the Mount of Olives. Verse 31. And Jesus saith unto them. And when you go to Israel, there is a place called the Mount of Olives. They sang the hymn. 
I'll take you to the place where they had this supper, where they sang the hymn, and I'll show you where they went to the Mount of Olives. Yes. Now Jesus spoke to them. Everything he was prophesying. Great prophecies come when you are in small groups. Yes. Great things. Great messages. Pray that you always be in a small group. It's the small group where you hear things. Vivaldi, what did your father tell you? Oh, she's not here. Okay. Wow. Pray that you be in a small group. Then said Jesus unto them, all of you will be offended for me this night. Tonight. He prophesied about that night. He said, tonight you will behave like this. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. Not all prophecies are good. Any prophet who is giving only good prophecies is a false prophet. It's true. There's nothing like floating along life on flowery beds of ease. Yes. Yes, there's nothing like floating through this life on flowery beds of ease. You can write down that phrase, flowery, I learned it from Kenneth Hagin, flowery beds of ease. Bed of flowers of ease. You don't float through life on flowery beds of ease. Difficult times come to everybody, come to good people, come to bad people. Even those who are serving God. There are things that, are, that we don't want, we don't like, we hate, we reject, we block. But if you are serving the Lord, they come. Dark days, difficult times, they come to believers. They come to people who pray. They come to people who you wouldn't expect. These things will come to. And Jesus predicted, he said, tonight, a very bad prophecy that I will smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered to happen. It will be fulfilled tonight. Verse 32. But after I am risen, I will go before you to Galilee. More scriptures, please, together. More than one verse. And Peter answered and said, Though all men, you see, don't talk too fast, too shout. Although all men shall be offended because of thee, yet I will never be offended. You know, I think he had been hearing Jesus say, I am the way, I am the truth. So he was also thinking that he should say, I will never be offended. I am this, I am this. <laughs> when you are getting married, you say, oh, I will never, I will, I will, do, I will do this, I will be this, I will be sweet. I'll give him Italian massage. Ask those who have been married for some time whether you are giving Italian massages or Togolese massage. Even Togolese massage, you've not been doing. How much more Italian massage? I'll give you Spanish omelette with Italian massage. And Jesus said to him, tonight, this is the area you see a lot of short-term prophecies. It happens within 24 hours. It happens this evening. So this evening, this will happen. Tonight, it will happen. In two days, it will happen. These are short, short, short prophecies. All were predictions. You do this tonight. You do this in two days. You do this this evening. You do this by tomorrow. And they were arguing. Some, some were arguing. Some were saying big things. It's just fantastic. So, Little boys and girls, listen to the things. A lot of them are prophecies. Just believe. Amen. Peter said, Oh. Jesus said, Tonight, before the cock crows, cock, 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 
3 a.m. By 3 a.m., you deny me three times. Peter said, look. Peter said what? I've changed. I'm different. I'm changed from how unstable I was. Lifestyle change. I've changed already. I'll never do that. I've changed. Look at me. Since the last time you canceled me, I've changed. Peter said, I'll die with you. And likewise also said all the disciples. Ah. The other disciples started to follow Peter. said, we will die with you. We will never leave you. We are going all out. Jesus, Savior of the world. Be quiet and say, Jesus, help me. Help me. Huh? If you ask God to help you, he will help you. If you say you are, you are okay. So, okay, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. If you talk in a very strong way, you get no help. But if you talk in this gentle way, I need grace. You see, I was preaching earlier. I was telling you how useless I am. Can't heal all the people Jesus healed. I've met all. I couldn't do anything. See, that even makes more grace come to you. Because you see that you are low. And you have seen that you are low. So now it's only left up to God to help you. That's what I said. My grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Now that you are zero, his power and his strength can come. Verse 36. This is the most unfortunate chapter in the whole Bible to me. Matthew 26. It's the most unfortunate chapter. I have hated reading this chapter of the Bible. I don't like it. But it is what happened. Then cometh Jesus with them to a place called Gethsemane. And said to his disciples, sit here. I'm going to pray. Sit here. Sit, sit, sit here. I'm going to pray. Over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. James and John. You see, because there was the 500 or 400 that Jesus appeared to. There was 120. There was 12. There was 3. You must be in the smaller groups. When he was going to pray with feelings, he just took three people. He did only three people to know his feelings. Yes, the rest should know his principles. And know, they should write notes. Feelings, he took um, these three. When, when he was expressing his feelings, he expressed his feelings to Mary. Not to um, the others, to Martha. Express his feelings to, to Mary. Not everybody is supposed to see your feelings. The rest should just know the teaching notes, write notes. Yes, read the books. So when he took his he took the two guys and then he began to be sorrowful and very heavy. So he didn't want everybody to see that he was sad. Oh yes. M- many pastors are sad and sorrowful, but you are not supposed to see. Only Peter and then these two guys, James and John. And why James and John? Because they have attempted to come and sit on his left and his right. It's a very, it's a very attractive thing. As somebody who comes, so I, I want to be close to you. I want to be by your side. <laughs> you even love that. You want to be by my side. How can you be by my side? Oh, that's where I want to be. 
Wow. Jesus changed his mind about it. He said, come, I'm going to cry somewhere. Come, you'll be here where I'm crying. And he began to be sorrowful and very heavy. And he said unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Wait here. And he also said they should wait, wait. And watch with me. Stay here and watch with me. With me. And he went a little further. He went a little further. And fell on his face like this. This is what it means to lie on your face. He was crying for you. For you. He was crying. Hey. He was crying on his face. Jesus was crying on his face. Yeah. And he prayed, my father, if it be possible, you know, crucifixion, if you had bought me during the lethal injection or even hanging, the era of hanging, but this is crucifixion. Die slowly. Nevertheless, not as I will. But as thou wilt. And he cometh unto his disciples and found them in the flesh. Fully in the flesh. Like the great spiritual event that was happening. They were not aware. (sighs) Saliva was coming out of Peter's mouth on the right side. (sighs) He had a small pot belly because he was married. So it was snoring. (sighs) You think that hippopotamus is giving birth. Peter, come, get up, get up. Have I not appointed you as a, a, a rock? I said, I'll build my church on you. Look at how you are sleeping. It's some way. It's really some way. You know, sometimes people don't do well and then later they really do well. So you may not have been doing Peter, did, Peter shot. I mean, in prayers, he was a mess. In loyalty, he was a mess. I mean, uh, faith, he was a mess. He was a mistake maker. But later, I see you doing well later. Jesus first said to Peter, Peter, get up. Get up. Get up. I'm dying for the world. You are completely not connected to what I am doing. You are, your, your mind is not on what I am here for. You think coming along with me is just for a happy ride. You see me praying. I left three. You, I left the other guys. I brought you here to pray with me. To, to be a support. You are completely disconnected from what I'm achieving. You are also, I was sleeping on my face. You were sleeping. Sit down, sit down. An hour's prayer at such a time. Okay. Verse 41. Continue. Watch and pray. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus himself was telling him from experience. Look, me, I've been in this flesh for 30 years. I've had enough. It's too weak. If I don't take care, I'll sin. Yeah. If I don't take care, I'll sin. And he went away for the second time. And he prayed saying, oh my father, if this cup 
may not pass away from me except I drink it. I like these days. I've seen Jesus spoke in mysterious language. If you don't want mysterious language, resign and join another religion. Tell your neighbor, look, we are into mysteries now. So, Charlie, yeah, we are into mysteries. How many are going to flow with mysteries? You say, this cup shall pass away. They are all mystical ways of describing things. Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away, except I drink it, thy will be done. Verse 43. And he came and found them asleep again. Jesus said, when I give you instructions for, Mike Maddox said, anybody you have to give instructions twice, you should dismiss the person. Yes. If you have to give a person instructions twice. This is the second time he's talking to Peter about praying. Their eyes were heavy. He just left them. These people, what I tell them, they don't, they don't believe it. And he went away and prayed the third time, saying the same words. That shows you we can pray saying the same words. Verse 45. And he came to his disciples and said, sleep on, sleep on. You just sleep. Sleep on. But he had come on the other time. He said, take your rest. Rest. The hour has come. The son of man is betrayed into the hands of who? Sinners. Sinners were in charge of Jerusalem. Sinners were Pharisees. Sinners were priests. Sinners were, were in Romans. Sinners were everywhere. I'm falling into the hands of sinners directly. Rise, let us be going. Behold. He is at hand that doth betray me. Another short prophecy. He's on his way. He's almost here. Judas is almost here. He's in an Uber coming with some Pharisees. He's in an Uber. What is the other one? Uber and there's another. Yango. He's in a Yango. Taxify. He's coming with a taxify, a Yango, and an Uber. Three cars coming. And a police car with a sarish. For Jesus, Jesus has started to beat. He started to beat. He knew the wicked people were coming to get him this in the evening. He was no more going to be free. He was falling into the hands of wicked people. First of all, a wicked and forgetful disciple who has forgotten what Jesus has done for you. As he heard the siren, then flight was flashing. Then he heard the sound of metal. coming the soldier's boots. He's almost here. He's almost here. That's why when you go to Jerusalem, you see that the biggest church is on the top. It's called the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, where Jesus was crucified. Is the biggest event of Christianity. That's why Easter is bigger than Christmas. This is, this is Easter time. Yeah. Verse 47. And whilst he was speaking, see the short prophecies. Lord, Judas, one of the twelve, came with a great multitude, a lot of people, angry people. They were, they were very poor. Some were high. Where is, the, where is the guy? Where is the guy? Where is the guy? Where is he? Jesus was standing there. His heart was beating. If he could have put his because he knew. He walked where we walked. He felt what we felt. 
great multitude with swords and spears from the chief priests. Now he that betrayed himself, I will, there, will, there will be a group. You will not know who it is because they all look the same. Because they all dressed like Jesus and they had sin beards. The one I kiss is the one. So then, and, and go back, go back, go back. The one I kiss, hold him fast. Charlie, a Judas, a Judas is, I mean, something. Something. I cannot see what has been done for you. When I was choosing 12 disciples, and you see, I had to say, you go back, you go back. You go. That's what happened when Jesus was choosing the 12. This guy couldn't come close and he collected you. Hold him fast. It's interesting what human beings think they are doing. Next one. And he came for this. Master! Oh! <laughs> Good evening, Lord. Hail, hail, Master. My, my. Bishop! Archbishop! Pop, whatever. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. And Jesus said to him, you know, you want to betray me with a kiss. I, you think I don't know. This is not, he, he, Jesus whispered to him. I know it's a sign. Judas' heart started to, he remembered Lazarus raised for bread. He said, hey, he's not a small man. And Jesus said unto him, friend, wherefore art thou come? And then they came there and they laid hands on Jesus. And Jesus said to himself, that's it. For a few hours, just a few hours, not even 24 hours, I will be in the hands of these wicked people. I want to tell you something. Every difficulty that God will allow, he will shorten it so that it's fast. Jesus was on trial the next morning. Now, they were going to try him till the cock crew. The cock was going to crew. That's 3 a.m. You must know when every bed starts to sing. Cock is 3. So it was a night thing. And by 6 in the morning, he was out. Yeah. By 9, he was on the cross. 9 to 3. The trial was from 6 to 9. Next. And one of them which was stretched with Jesus stretched out his hand and and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest. And Jesus said to him, put your sword back for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. He took a sword, started to fight physically. Jesus is not here to fight physically. The next one. Thinkest thou that I cannot pray my, to my father and he will presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. But how, shall, how then shall the scripture be fulfilled? That thus it must be. I see your suffering coming to an end. Yes. The mental torture is coming to an end. Amen. In that day, Jesus spoke to the multitudes and said, have you come out against me with swords and staves? He just gave a small sermon. I sat daily in the temple teaching you. You didn't catch me. But all this was done that the, the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. 
And all the disciples, they were all standing around. And the, 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 the guys, the, the, the soldiers who had come, they held him. And they said, let's go, let's go. Dumb, stupid man. Then they hit him for saying those words. Stop him, slap him on the head. Let's go. Stupid fool. And then they push him. And suddenly it was Thomas ran. You see, Thomas ran. Matthew was gone. <laughs> Look. <laughs> they dashed. Everybody dashed. Jesus was taken alone. When we go to Israel, you see where they picked him to where they took him. You see, I tell you, everybody dashed. And they, all the disciples forsook him and fled. In that day, Jesus said, I was daily with you. And they fled. Next one, quickly. And they that lay hold on Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest. So we will go to Caiaphas' house where they took Jesus to. And where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him afar. You see, Peter remembered how he was shouting, I will never leave you. I will never. So he said, me, everybody can leave, but I'll be there. Wow. I'll be there. I'll be Peter there. followed to the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants to see the end of the matter. Wow. How the whole thing is going to end. Verse 59. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death. They couldn't get anybody, but found none. Although many false witnesses came, yet they found none. At the last came two false witnesses. They were brought two for liars, and they came. The world is full of liars, so it is caught. All of them are sinners. And said, this fellow said, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and build it in three days. And the price high priest arose and said, answer us down nothing. What is it with this witness against thee? Next. And Jesus held his peace. Now the high priest answered and said, I adjure thee by the living God. Now that is a way of speaking that you are not allowed to not answer. That expression, I adjure thee by the living God. Once they use those words, I adjure thee. By the living God, you must answer. So that's why one person, I adjure thee that my books should be read. My, this letter should be read. First Thessalonians 5.22. I draw thee that this should be like, make sure that my letter is read. Yes. You cannot respond. So although Jesus was quiet, as soon as they used that word, I adjure thee by God. Tell us whether you are the Christ, the son of God. Jesus said, thou hast said. I think thou hast said is a way of saying, how do you say yes? Are there other ways of saying yes in your language? Yebo. What? Due. Inyo. You've said it. No, no. See. Waka. You've said it. Nanyin. Enuano. What? Eisu. What language is that? Portuguese. Eisu. What does Eisu mean? That's it. Eisu. Jesus said, Eisu. Esvar. That's what? Africans. Esvar. What does it mean? It means it's true. It's true. Esvar. Huh? Hakani. What language is that? Hausa. Hakani. 
How can he? Huh? I can see you. Set on sea. In French. Now, hereafter, he says, Thou hast said, you said it. Hereafter, you will see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. He was standing before killers. He was standing before killers. He wouldn't come down or say, just not say, don't say anything provocative. <laughs> he told them, you will see me with power coming. You will see me in the clouds. He looked at the high priest, you will see me. Ah! <laughs> 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 huh? Come and be the high priest. He, he looked at the high priest and said, you will see me coming at the right hand of God. The high priest started to shake his heart for he wanted to wee wee on his I think he started wee wee. Huh. Coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his shirt. Just no! No! He has blasphemed. We don't need witnesses whether he will break the temple of this word he has spoken is a blasphemy that he will come from heaven. Is the son of it's enough. We don't need anything. So he was killed not because he's, they brought the witnesses, but when they asked him that you are you a son of God, that was it was too much. You know, there are some religions that don't want somebody to say he's God. I mean, yes, Jew, uh, Judaism, I think Islam also doesn't accept those things at all. At all. Idols. No, 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 no. A human being who says he's God. No, 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 no. no. Of all the three main religions. Judaism, this, no, 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 no. Don't say, don't say you are God. Maybe a prophet, but I mean, to say you are ah! <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Yes. Then the high priest tore his shirt. We don't need witnesses again in this trial. We have had his blasphemy. What do you think? What do you guys think? Hey! What do you guys think? And they answered, yes, yes, he's guilty of that. He should die. That's the first time the word death. That word has not come yet. But Jesus prophesied it two days before. Because the trial could have gone this way or that way. Next one. Now they, 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 they spit in his face and buffeted him. Slapped him, smote him. They, 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 they smote him with the palm, saying, Prophesy, prophesy. Speak. You are saying, You, are, you, are, you, are, you are Christ. They spat on him. Then they gave him blood. Then they slapped him. Somebody slapped him from the back. Charlie, I wonder where those guys are today. Huh? How many are glad that you were not alive then? Hmm. When I was in secondary school, we had sometimes, sometimes they would turn off the lights. 
And when they turn off the light, they will do, do every bad thing. Yes. And they, they don't know who did it. They slap you. Say, oh, when the light comes, oh. Who slapped you? Well, we don't know that. We didn't know that you were slapped. How many are realizing that this is an unfortunate chapter in the Bible? It's a very difficult, sad, and unfortunate mistake. See, Jesus said, no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten son who was in the bosom of the father. He's the one you are slapping. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You are spat, you are spat in his face. The guy who cleared his throat. <laughs> And the salad thing will flush. It come like a bullet. <laughs> the sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Now Peter sat outside the palace, and a young girl came to him, saying, "That was also with Jesus of Galilee." But he denied before them, saying, "I don't know what you are talking about. What, what, are, what are you talking about? Pardon? Pardon?" Excuse me, excuse me, young lady, mind your business, right? Mind your own business. Then when he was gone out into the porch, there were different places. He just moved to another area. Another maid saw him and said unto him that were there, this, this guy was with Jesus. I, I saw him on the crusade platform many times. And he, and he, and he, denied, he, he denied with an oath. He said, the oath was just, I swear Listen, let me, let, me, let me make things very clear to you. First of all, you don't know me. That's the first point. You don't know me. Have you seen me before? Have you seen me before? Stupid girl. Now, that I want you to know something. Respect yourself, okay? Respect yourself. When you see grown-ups, you don't just talk. I'm not so grown-up. Shut up there. I say, I swear. You see, I don't have to swear to you, but I'm swearing. I say, I don't know him. And after a little while, came unto him that stood by and said, Peter, they that stood by, some more people came. Surely, thou art one of them, for thy speech betrayeth thee. Now, when you start hearing somebody shouting, forgive, you shout, mercy. And what else? Wazabanga. Wawuzi. Yeah. And he said, your speech betrayed me. The way you talk. One time I was preaching in a prison and I, as I was preaching, then somebody shouted from, it was more on the right side, like this area. God forbid you will not go to prison. But somebody on the right side shouted, Mercy. And I knew that one of my church members was right there. Mercy. Your speech betrayed me. Now, he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. Because the word death has been mentioned. Yes. And he see that the thing was escalating. I think it was what? Escalating. Serious higher level. Where death what has come there. And he began to curse. He said, I swear. 
curse. I said, stop. I'm being, she started using words. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can even say those things. Your mother, your, your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother, your father, your father's face is stupid. Where do, where do you know me from? I swear, I'll see tomorrow. You see what I'll do to you. Your father, your father's, your father's eyes, your mother's nose. And immediately, this was around 3 a.m., they, they estimate that Jesus was arrested around 12. Because the supper, if the supper was from 7 to about 9, okay, then they go into the garden and he was praying between 9, 10. Supper will be about 2 hours. So that's about 9. About 30 minutes to walk, 9.30. You understand? Then you need 3 hours to pray because he prayed for work. Because he prayed not for for me one hour. So 9.30, three hours is 12.30. So it's estimated that he was arrested around 12.30. So it's not so far from the cock to crow. So as they were interrogating him, beating him and all that, then suddenly, and at that time Peter was saying, your mother, your mother's face, your mother's face like a toilet, I tell you. Your father's face like an old car, a second hand car. Your mother is a fool. He was shouting, then he said, go, 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 your mother, go, 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 your mother, your mother, your mother, your mother. The prophecy has happened. And Peter remembered the words of Jesus, verse 75, which said unto him, before the cock crow, three times you say you don't know me. And he went out, took his handkerchief. I'm useless. You should have realized you are useless long time ago. It's important to realize that you are useless long time. That's not useless. You are. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. If you realize you are useless, you descend like with a parachute to the ground. Then you walk on the ground. But when you say, I am high, I will never do. I am this, I am this, I am this. You are not. I was crying. <laughs> because when you are really crying, you don't make so much noise. People who are acting, they just, hey, hey, How many times we, we say we didn't understand Jesus? We don't know you, Jesus. We know economics. We know university. We know what your mother says. You trust your mother. You trust your father. Jesus, sorry, Jesus. You were so young when God called you. Your original calling. You threw out of the window. This calling. I don't know. I don't know Jesus. No calling. I just know school and education and money. One day you weep bitterly when your hairs are gray. And you cry and say, <laughs> I was like, get home. 
That's why people send their children to work for God. I want my son to be a priest. Because their life was supposed to be, but they wouldn't do it. If I had not obeyed God, you wouldn't be here. A lot of people will be going to hell. Or I don't know. I don't want him. I want something else. Victor. Victorly himself. Victor. People will weep bitterly. Bible says, cause a weeping and not. <laughs> I feel a big greater, greater, bigger. Done. But I've done many things. Wept bitterly. Life, my life, oh my life. Peter remembered there are things he will remember and cry cry for a long time cry and cry for a long time because he, he he would have used you wouldn't the time came so those are not I don't remember I don't remember I don't remember the mountain when I was called out of the people it's nothing it's nothing I don't know it (laughs) I don't know it I don't know him and I don't want it. Wow. He will cry and cry and cry and cry and cry. Because you, you, you didn't want very great things from the Son of God, not from a man. Yeah, I'm crying for you. I'm crying about that day for you. Because if I die now, at least I tried. I tried my way of preaching, just talking. This is what I, I could also do. You would, if you would try, if you would try, you wouldn't cry. If you try, you wouldn't cry. So try so that you don't cry. Otherwise, you will cry. Cry for eternity. 
by 76. So, Peter was now reduced to nothing. Nothing. He was not even an ordinary citizen of Jerusalem. He was a citizen who cares. Opposite. Wow. Next. In the morning, all the chief priests of the people and the elders, they took counsel and said, we are, we are, we, he's going to die. We'll die we'll, it will be death. Some said life sentence. Some said two years. Some said whipping. No, no, it's death. This man must die. This one is going to die. We die. As for die, we die. For you. For you. Then they bound him. They tied him. bound him and they led him away as a criminal and delivered him to another wicked man Pontius Pilate and then Judas when he saw the thing has escalated to the highest level And he was condemned and repented and brought the money back. 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders saying, I have sinned and I have betrayed innocent blood. And they said, what is that? To hell. And he cast down through the money. I don't like the money. And he went and hanged himself. Those of you who don't know how to say sorry, if you want to say sorry, you must go back. Say sorry properly. Look into the eyes of Peter, Thomas, Matthew, all of them. Say, I am this. I've done this wrong. This is what Peter did. Judas didn't do that. He said, I don't want to see anybody. When you don't want to see somebody, just so sorry about yesterday. Just a WhatsApp. Sorry about yesterday. Let's carry on with life. You are Judas. So just hang on. So I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to see Jesus. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want meetings. I don't want talking. I don't need anything. To hell. Just is nothing. I don't want to discuss it. I don't want to go into the issue. So these guys, I know them. I know, how he, I know how he talks. I know how he, he speaks. So he went and hanged himself. Then the chief priest took the silver piece and said, we can't put this money in the offering. Their religion, the religious spirit came again. This is not good for this. This, 
It's good. This is not good. That's not good. This money is not good for offering. Religious people have thousand laws. Is that God hasn't said? And they took and bought a, a land to bury strangers. And if somebody comes and dies in their town, they don't know who it is. We'll bury him here. I mean, verse eight. Yeah. Wherefore that we will call the field of blood. And that was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying they took thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field. And Jesus stood before the governor. This is your savior. And the governor asked him, saying, Are thou, are thou the king of Jews? And he said, Thou sayest, what do you say? Lo, when he was accused before the chief, he answered nothing. And Pilate said unto him, Hearest not thou many things that they say against you? And he answered to him, Never a word. So much that the governor marveled greatly. Jesus didn't want to be released. He said, Finish it. I'm here for that. May you never desire to be released from what God has decided that you should be in. If God has decided that you should be in this thing, be in it. Now at the, at the feast, the governor was to release one prisoner. And they had a notable prisoner called Barabbas. So they gathered together and Pilate said, who do you want me to release? Barabbas or Jesus? Who, is, who do you prefer? Who do you prefer to be your employer? Who do you prefer to be your employer? Who do you prefer to work for? I prefer to work for Barabbas. I prefer Barabbas. A notable evil. I want to work at a brewery. I want to work for this thing. Everybody there is a liar and I choose this man rather than Jesus. Whom do you want me to release? Now, he knew that for envy, they had delivered him. Those of you girls who are very jealous, have a lot of envy. One person that has married you, you have made a prison for him. He cannot speak to anybody. You must know that envy is the reason for which Jesus was crucified. The Bible says they knew that for envy. Envy is a very strong evil. And he was set on the judgment. His wife sent a message to him saying, have nothing to do with this man. For I have suffered many things in a dream because of him. That's how you know that dream is from God. When you suffer things in your life because of a dream. And you are, you are trembling because of a dream that you've had. That's how to know. In the book of Nazareth says, I was at rest and at ease flourishing in my palace. And I had a dream and my spirit was troubled. So it's when you are troubled by a dream, then you know that this is not an ordinary dream. Yes, I was flourishing in my palace. And the next verse, verse five. Yeah. 
and I saw a dream which made me afraid. So the dreams which make you afraid, those are the ones. The thoughts of my head and the visions of my head troubled me. Back to Matthew 27. Matthew 27. Back. Computer is frozen. Beautiful. Now the governor answered, which one? Oh, they said we prefer to be employed by Barabbas Limited. (laughs) We prefer Barabbas. We prefer Barabbas. Barabbas PLC. Barabbas Financial Management Systems, Micro Finance. Barabbas Hospital. 22. Pilate said unto them, What shall I do? And they said, Let him be crucified. This is difficult to read, isn't it? Why? What evil has he done? They cried out, No more. Saying, That's why there are 42,000 cathedrals. In only in France. Because when you read the story, you'll be convinced that Jesus is the Son of God. That's why I said, don't worry about other religions. If they say, read, read it and see. Just read it and see. Compare it with this. You'll see there's no comparison anywhere. Why? What evil has he done? They cried, more. We don't know what evil he has done. We just want him to die. What has it done? No, no, no. Don't, they don't want reason. Don't not discuss. Let him die. Sinners are in the crowd. Sinners are voting. And they are choosing Barabbas. I don't know why you bother yourself about elections. But the sinners will choose Barabbas. Verse 24. Next. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail. But rather there was a whole tumult. He took water and washed his hands. And saying, I am innocent of the blood of this man. See ye to it. And then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. At least be quiet. Don't say anything. You get what I'm saying? He says, blood should be on us. We are responsible. Yes. Or even leave your children out of the whole thing. At least say, His blood be on us. Our children. How do your children come into this? Verse 26. Then he released Barabbas, and Barabbas walked free and said, With Jay, I am free today. I'm a free man. I can't believe it, I'm free. I'm sure maybe Barabbas gave his life to Christ after this. I wouldn't be surprised if Barabbas is in heaven. Jesus died for him. Yes. Jesus died for him. Yes. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall. There was a common hall. So you have been sentenced. You are now a condemned man. Do you understand it? Jesus said, yes, I understand it. And they gathered more soldiers. They sent WhatsApp to the Charlie, there is some guy here. He says he's a pastor. He said he's a pastor. Charlie, you guys make you come. We'll finish and be... So they called the other guys, wild guy, muscle men. 
people have been eating 14 eggs a day. And Jesus' heart began to beat. His heart was now racing. It was now more frightening and terrifying. And they gathered a whole band of soldiers. These are now military men. Verse 28. And they stripped him. First thing. You are a dead man. You are finished. You are not living anymore. They stripped him. And found some scarlet distance. Um, rags around. And then they said, Look, Charlie, one of you guys get this uh, thorn, this thorny bush. What is it called? There's a thorn bush that goats like eating. You know, bougainvillea or something. And they so make you make, then, then one of the guys came, so Charlie, I go, I go feed, make a crown. They say, they, they say the guy, he be, he be king. Uh, Ah, these pastors. That's what they will do to pastors if they were to get. Today, if they get a pastor, this is what they will do the same thing to you. Yes. You can even hear it. When you when you read the things in the news, you see that if they get a pastor to kill him like this, they will do it. Then they put the thorns on his head and then they bow, mocking him. King. Oh, is it not a king? I say, is it not a king? I say, you're a king. We have made you a king now. Verse 30. Then they spat on him and took the reed from his son. Bring the... They took it from his son and whipped him. I feel scared for them. They gave him a reed that this is your scepter. So he was holding the scepter with the thing on his head. And they took it. And they took the rope off him and put his own raiment on him, back his own thing. Say, let's go. Let's go, let's go. You are finished. 32. And as they came out, they beat him with stripes, eh? by this time, 36 times, 39 times. They say if you, if you beat a man 40 times with a whip, he's dead, officially dead. So they will beat you 39 so that you are not officially dead. So that's why he was given 39 stripes. And they came out and they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. And him they compelled to bear because by that time Jesus was now weak from the night before, since the last supper. The last supper food was finished and he was hungry. It was daytime and they, they, they compelled him and they brought him to a place called Golgotha, which is to say a place of a That means a skull. In Greek, it's Calvary. So Calvary is the same as Golgotha. It's Latin and Greek. Yes, so some places say Calvary. So we say Calvary Road. Or Golgotha. Golgotha means that there's a rock which looks like a, a skull. So Golgotha is skull and Calvary is skull. So that's why you have those words, Golgotha and Calvary. Yeah. It's Latin and Greek. They're different, I mean, languages. 
34. And they gave him vinegar to drink, mixed with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And then they crucified him. And they took off his garment. This time they didn't have anything to cover him. All those pictures you see of Jesus um, with some little panties is an imagination. Yes. They took his clothes from him. It's demons. And they cast lots that it might be fulfilled. They parted my garments and upon my vesture they did cast lots. 36. Continue. And sitting down, they watched him there and they wrote this accusation. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. Next one. And there were two thieves crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And they that passed by reviled him. There were people on their way wagging their heads. Saying, you destroy the temple and build it in three days. Save yourself if you are the son of God. Just come down from the cross. And likewise, the chief priest mocking him, the pastors and the elders, and they said, the chief priest said, he saved others, he's a savior. Himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross and we will believe in him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the son of God. The thieves also were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness all over the land till the ninth hour, 12 to 3. Then at the ninth hour, Jesus shouted, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, they said, this man is calling for Elias is calling for Elijah to come and save him. And straight away, one of them took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. And the rest said, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. Are you watching the video? And Jesus, when he cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. He came out of the, with through his mouth like this. One day, a sister described how she, she, she died. She came out of her mouth and she saw herself. Most people, when they die, they describe how they come out of their mouth. I, I've talked to somebody who went out and came back. They said, you come out, you see yourself there, and then you come back through your mouth. You, that's why when a person is going to die, he breathes. <sighs> yeah. The last breath, they call it the last breath. <sighs> and the spirit goes out. He yielded up the ghost. He yielded the spirit. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. And they came out of the graves after his resurrection, went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion that were with him, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake and the things that were done. They feared greatly, saying, this was the son of God. And many women were there beholding afar off, which had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. 
this, if you know where Galilee is, it's far away. They had followed Jesus. Never despise any woman who is following a man of God to minister unto him. Yes. From far, they have been following Jesus. You know, one of the things that I'm touched by Catholics, they repeat this story religiously. We don't. That's why I'm taking my time to go through. We have forgotten what happened. When you read it, you are just amazed. Is it not amazing? Yeah. It's, it's scary. Now, this is what happened practically. Yeah. And the women which had followed him from Galilee, among them was Mary Magdalene. Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, the mother of Zebedee's children. And when the evening was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who was also himself Jesus' disciple. Wow. And he went to Pilate and said, now you have killed him, I want the body. And Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth. Wow. And laid it in his own tomb, which he had hewn out and rolled a great stone. And there was Mary, Magdalene, the other Mary, sitting against where Jesus was buried. Wow. Now the next day, that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said whilst he was yet alive that after three days I will rise again. So you see, they also knew Jesus had given a lot of prophecies that I will rise again. The next verse. Command therefore that the sepulchre be made short till the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal his body and say unto the people, he is risen from the dead, so that the last error shall be worse than the first. And Pilate said unto them, you have a watch. Go your way and make sure, make it as sure, secure the grave so that there's no resurrection. Next, so they went and made and set a watch. Next. Now in the end of the Sabbath, it began to dawn toward the first day of the week. First day is Sunday in Israel. Saturday is the last day. It's the Sabbath. So the first day of the week is Sunday. And came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Thank God. Resurrection Sunday is a woman's who is coming. Woman, your role is great. When you are a woman, you must do your best for God. Try your best to be a very wonderful lady for Jesus. Amen. Now there was an earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and rolled back the stone and sat upon it. I wonder where the soldier was. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment was white as snow, just like the angel I saw or the Lord. I saw white snow. For fear of him, the keepers did shake the security and became as dead men. So the security guards became and the angel answered and said unto the woman, fear not ye for I know that you seek Jesus which was crucified. Wow, he is not here. He is not here. He is not here. He is risen. Hallelujah. 
come and see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And he goeth before thee to Galilee. When you go to Israel, you understand this happened in Jerusalem. And he told the disciples, he's gone ahead to Galilee. If you can go to Galilee. Father, let everybody here have a chance to go to Israel so that they can understand this preaching better. Tell his disciples that he has gone ahead to Galilee and there you shall see him. Lo, I have told you. Carry on. They departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, all hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. They held him by the feet and worshipped him. And Jesus said unto them, don't be afraid. Go and tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there they shall see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came to the city and told the chief priests all that was done. Because the security guards were there when the resurrection took place. And when they were assembled with the elders, they took counsel and gave a large amount of money to the soldiers saying, Sinners, say that his disciples came and stole him away while we slept. And if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him. So they took the money and did as they were thought. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews up until this day that Jesus' body was stolen. That's why the Jews believe that his body was just stolen. He didn't rise from the dead. Yeah. So those of you who don't like bad stories about you, Peter the apostle started his ministry with a lot of bad stories that he has stolen a body of Jesus and that he was just a fake preacher. Yes. He was just a fake preacher stealing dead bodies and preaching. Carry on. Verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee into a mountain and they saw him and they worshipped but some doubted. Verse 18. Beautiful. Then came Jesus and said to them, you see this is the reason for Jesus, savior of the world. He said all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go. What? Go. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. This is, this is the only logical response to the greatness and the sacrifice of Jesus for you and for me. And teaching them to observe all things, whatever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you. I am with you to the end of the world. Amen. You know something? This, this, this story, Matthew, is the most published book in the whole world. You know, the topic that has been published more than any other, the, the author whose writing has been more ra- read, published, republished, read by more millions and billions is the one who wrote only the life of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. These four, because these people printed only Matthew, only Mark, only Luke, only John. So Paul is actually not the most published author. It's actually these guys. So when you emphasize on Jesus, you become the most 
published, most popular, most amazingly, just the story, only Jesus, his life, what exactly happened. I mean, no revelation, so just what happened and what he said. No explanations. Just the story of Jesus. This is the story of Jesus. It makes you very... He's the single author. The, no Shakespeare. Nobody comes there. Matthew. Sections of it printed in China in everywhere. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That's all one. Just one. And the only thing is to write this story of how he was born and up to how he died. And he said, go into all the world and do this story. Is the most published, most translated, most printed, most repeatedly printed. No explanations, just Jesus and what happened. You see, I've been reading from Matthew 26 to 27, and you see that it's riveting. It's captivating. It's, it's amazing. And I always feel this sadness when I get to a point. I almost don't like to read it. But it's what happened, and it's what we need to know. Stand to your feet, everybody. Father, thank you so much for the blessing you've given to us today. We are happy that we are here. Thank you for what you've done for us, Jesus. Thank you for being God and saving us with your life and your yourself. You gave yourself for us. You didn't save us with anything other than your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Take over our lives. We lift our hands and we ask you to take over our lives forever. Control us. Lead us to serve you, to respond well to this great, great, great salvation that you have showed us. We thank you. We will live for you. We will serve you. We will follow you for the rest of our lives. We thank you. Thank you for dying for us. We are so wretched, Lord, but you died for us. You are so great, but yet you went through with great humiliation for us. Thank you for those who wrote this story to remind us. Thank you for helping us to read this story, to remember the greatness of Jesus, the love of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness, your kindness. We worship you with our lives. We give you nothing less than our lives, our days, our years, our future. Hallowed be thy name, Lord. Hallowed be thy name. We thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated.
Let's take a walk together with our Savior Jesus. Hand in hand, he and I. Let's cherish every moment Jesus gives to us. The time is passing by. I often pray when I kneel down by my bedside. I ask the Lord to help me to obey his calling. If I could just please the Lord, I must cherish the love of God. I must cherish the grace of God. Oh, cherish his mercies, cherish his blood, cherish the cross of Christ. I must cherish the chance I have. I must cherish the Lost in darkness, no one seeks for God. But Jesus died to save the world. So many lost and dying, they never heard of Jesus. Can I help to tell them? Oh, oh, oh. I often pray when I kneel down. By my bedside, I ask the Lord to help me to obey his calling. If I could just please the Lord, I must cherish the love of God. I must cherish the grace of God. Oh, cherish his mercy. Cherish his blood, cherish the cross of Christ. I must cherish the chance I have. I must cherish the call of God. Oh, yeah. Cherish the time I have to work. Cherish these times of grace. calling to do the will of God hand in hand you and the Lord don't think that you can walk away from your original calling your time is passing by oh, oh. so when you pray when you kneel down by your bedside, please. 
ask the Lord to help you to obey his calling. If you could just please the Lord, you must cherish the love of God. You must cherish the grace of God. Oh, cherish his mercies, cherish his blood, cherish the cross of Christ. You must cherish the chance you have. You must cherish the call of God. Oh, cherish the time you have to work. Cherish these times of grace.